1: They shipped me off to Jacksonville, Florida, at the airport.
0: Okay. You were at a a rental place at at the Jacksonville airport. Yeah.
1: It's called Avian. Avian? Avian, yeah. You mean Avis? You would think so. But no. It's it's Avian. Avian, bro. It's like a bootleg Avis. And people say, oh, like, Avian, the water? No, Like, Avis, the rental car? No. You heard me right. I said, avian. What does avian even mean? It's just like having to do with birds. No. Which is a,
0: I'll say a strange name for a car rental company, which
1: strictly stays on the ground. So you, you, you starting to feel my pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see, I see people... Walking past me and going to the Avises and the, the Budgets and the Hertz, it hurts.
0: So, Alzo, you're a rental car, a 2020 Chevrolet Impala, we should say. Um, and you started out at the Avian lot mm-hmm. at the Jacksonville Airport. Mm-hmm. Is that home? Is that where you spend your
1: time? Well, see, the, I don't even know what home is anymore because that's where I started. I thought that was home. You know, you get rented and you think the person's going to bring you back to where they got you from. You know, I thought humans were raised with some decency. You put things back where you got them from. But these days, no. People just pick me up, and they'll take me on a one-way trip. And here I am sitting at the parking lot in Pensacola or Tallahassee and thinking, when am I going to get home? I don't know. I don't know. Where are you now? Tallahassee. Tallahassee, Florida. At the Tallahassee International Airport. And you know what? Hmm. Ain't nothing international about yeah. Tallahassee I've Airport.
0: Never heard of that airport. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this makes me think. Are, do you know um, there was a show, TV show? I guess b- before your time, but uh, they've just rebooted it called Quantum Leap. Do you ever? No. What is this show? Okay, so the basic premise of this show is this guy would leap into other people's lives, and he never could control it. He would just get zapped, and then all of a sudden he was like a pilot in 1964, and then he would get zapped, and he was in 1988, and he was a mobster. He never knew when it was coming, and he always hoped that the next zap would take him back home.
1: I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. I see where you're getting at. This is the story of my life.
0: It sounds like... This is the story
1: of my life. Yeah. I don't know where I'm gonna be, with whom I'm gonna be. I never get to decide what music comes out of me.
0: Yeah, it's funny to think about. You have, as part of you, a thing that makes music. You know, like you have a, a radio, but I guess you don't ever get to choose the
1: music. No, and you know, music is a beautiful thing I've come to understand. I, I, don't, I don't mind it, but what I do mind Is when people get inside me and they feel like they can sing, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because that is a place, I think.
0: I I certainly I can't sing. I have. But I do find myself singing my
1: loudest when I'm driving a car by myself. See? And and it's not singing. It's more like making a joyful noise. Mm -hmm. And you should. Man, listen here. Listen to me when I tell you this. You should hear when the white people are listening to rap music in the car by themselves. Mm. Some of the words they say, I don't think they should be saying. Yeah. Probably best always to imagine
0: that someone is listening to you. Someone black. Also if you could choose
1: the music, what song would you pick? I'm going to tell you what, man. I In my lifespan, I've heard every manner of song you can think of. I, yeah, I guess so. So when it comes to music, I I don't really have a request. But people never really take me into nature. You know, I. sometimes I just want to go sit by the lake or by the ocean. But yeah. the, the, they're not going to take an impala to the lake. So if you're asking me what I want to hear right now, I just want to hear some nature sounds, bro. I just, I just want to chill and relax.
0: Let's, let's do it. We can bring up something. Um... Yeah, that's that's nice. I hear, we hear a little, sounds like some.
1: You're talking too much, man. Be quiet. See? That's what I'm talking about. Hmm? No singing. No smell of cigarette butts. No pumping the brakes too hard. No mashing on the gas. No doing donuts in the middle of the street, knowing that I don't have the power to keep that up. Mm -hmm. just nature. You got some horses you could play?
0: Uh, Sure, yeah, here's some horses. Do you want them galloping, or?
1: I just want to, yeah, that's it. Because people always bragging about how much horsepower they have. They don't sound like that. That's beauty that I hear in those horses.
0: Do you think horses talk about how much car power they have?
1: Why are you still talking?
0: There's a, there's a moment in the rental process that I want to talk to you about um, where after you pick the car, they, they walk me, the human, out, out to the car. And then they have me walk around with the, the rental agent, walk around the car. It's humiliating. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Where we look at you. and you objectify me. And try to find any scars or yes. blemishes yes it seems like it would be uh yeah it seems like it would it would not be a good
1: experience you're gonna walk around me as a human looking for dents scrapes scratches damages that you the human made in the first place right it has nothing to do with what i've done i've done nothing that's so. I. That's so interesting to think about it that way. Because yes,
0: I'll, I will admit, you know, when you walk around and you you're looking at those things, you're thinking of them as flaws with the vehicle, but they are actually the history of human failures. Yes. Written on the car. Oh, now you're figuring it out, huh? I
1: was. At the airport in Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina, and that rental car place has one of those spiral parking garages. Oh yeah, that that you just go around and round, and it's a tight spiral. And I should have known. I don't know how old he was, but he had to be under 25 he was bending the curves on that to the point to where one side of me was up in the air. True, Truly a downward spiral. Yes. I see what you did there. Just want you to know that I acknowledge it. Man, I would laugh if it weren't for this sad story that I'm telling you. They do us bad, man. Bad. They do stuff to us that they know that they would never do to their own car. Yeah. Putting it in reverse 25, 30 miles per hour, trying to turn it around and then put it in drive that quick. transmission. Do you know how many transmissions I've had? How how many? Just one. Okay. But you know how many I should have had? At least three or four. Okay. I don't know what's going to happen to me. And right now, right now as we speak, you're talking to an impala that's made up of all sorts of parts.
2: Hello?
0: Hi, I'm calling for Ray.
2: This is Ray.
0: Hey, how are you?
2: I missed you yesterday or this morning. I got the email that said you tried to call me yesterday. <laughs> Isn't that weird, huh?
0: Well, we, we did it now. So We
2: did it now, indeed.
0: <laughs> so, so, Ray, I'm calling because I remember an episode of Car Talk where somebody called in and told you and your brother that they were thinking about buying a former rental car. Uh-huh. And... If I remember correctly, you and your brother just laughed the guy off the air because it was such a bad idea. Does that sound about right?
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. God knows you you don't want to know half the stuff that happens to them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like what? What's an example?
2: Well, I had a friend that uh, kind of fell asleep at the wheel and drove on the median strip there <laughs> for about half a mile or so before before he <laughs> wake woke oh, up. <laughs> And collected a bunch of grass along the way in the grill and the undercarriage <laughs> yeah. of the car, but you know all's well that ends well. He went to the car wash and everything came out all right, I guess. <laughs> you know? But you wouldn't want that car necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Ray, have you have you ever abused a rental car?
2: No, I haven't, but I have friends who have. Yeah. And yeah. I had three college friends. I, I went to school in the sixties. Uh-huh. I, I not the eighteen sixties, the nineteen sixties in the in the greater <laughs> Boston area. And three of my college friends decided they were gonna get a summer job jockeying cars back and forth from Logan Airport. So people would fly in, they'd rent the car and then they'd leave it off in Boston and then take a cab to the airport and so they they hired these three idiots to drive <laughs> the cars uh back and forth whenever they needed to, you know, balance the uh the inventory.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
2: and uh I don't know which one of them figured it out, but in order to get from Boston to the airport, you had to drive through it at, at the time. It was the Callahan Tunnel. Okay. And what these guys figured out is if you got the thing going fast enough into the tunnel and you could coast on the momentum that the car had, they turned the ignition key off. Nowadays, if you turn the key off, it locks the steering wheel, but it didn't do it back then. And when you turned it off, all you really turned off was the spark plugs. So that the, the car was moving, the pistons were going up and down, so the exhaust system would begin to fill up with this uncombusted mixture of gasoline, raw gasoline, or vaporized gasoline as it was, and air. And then after a certain amount of time, they would turn the key back on, and it, it would emit this tremendous explosion. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they would point, the guy riding shotgun would point to the car next to them, and say, blow out, give up, blow out, man. (laughs) And they'd they'd laugh like hell watching the fear on this poor driver's face trying to figure out, where am I going to pull over? I have a flat tire. I can't drive with a tunnel. Then they'd speed off, and and they'd laugh like hell. And they did it every day (laughs) until they finally got caught. And and And... they, they got caught because they didn't know it at the time, but certain cars, if you did this, it would blow the muffler right off the car. (laughs) <laughs> and, and they uh, they did it a few times, and I I think it may have cost them their jobs. Yeah, you know, you know, not unfairly.
0: <laughs> so there was probably a a time in the nineteen sixties where almost every rental car available at Logan Airport had had a a deliberate explosion set off inside of it
2: i I would say the summer of sixty six uh was probably the uh the apex of the uh, the cars that had been abused yeah yeah oh boy what, what kids will do right
0: also I'm thinking about the things that I rent, you know there's like mm-hmm. i I've rented equipment to record with. I, I've rented. I rent my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of rental stuff out there, and I wonder if you feel a community.
1: Absolutely. That, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a there's a connection between those of us who are rental property. I mean, for the most part, people rent us because they can't afford to buy it on their own, and f- folks have been doing this. Forever. Like, back in the day, people couldn't afford pineapples. You heard me. The tropical fruit. Yep. So delicious and sweet. It is. People could not afford them. They were like thousands of dollars. For a pineapple. For a pineapple. So people would rent them. I'm talking about, like, back in the day, 1700s, you know, powdered wigs and such. They would rent pineapples. And people knew how much money they cost. And so they wouldn't even eat the pineapple. They just walk around with it as a status symbol. Like, ah, look at me flexing on all you poor people. I got a pineapple and you don't. You Ooh. Just hold a, kind of maybe carry it like a baby. You can hold it any kind of which way you want long as people see it. I need you to see me walking around with this pineapple. But I can only have it so long because I got to get this thing back by 4 o'clock. What else are they going to charge me extra?
0: Yeah, put, put down a deposit on your pineapple. Put on your pineapple. You and, and you
1: better there. not eat it because it's gone. Deposit's done. You got to pay for it then.
0: What do you think the upgrade, if you were to upgrade from a pineapple, what you would, what you would get? Oh, pomegranate. Easy. Speaking of upgrades, all, almost every time I've gone to rent a car, they've said, we have a free upgrade for you. And, um, sometimes it feels like a real upgrade. Uh, and sometimes it's, they, one time they gave me a pickup truck, uh, one time I got a minivan when I, I didn't, I just wanted a small car. Um, but I guess when, when you get upgraded to, you know, when somebody wanted a smaller car, a less nice car, and you're the upgrade... Do you know it, and and how does it feel?
1: I've heard that I've been the Upgrade a few times. It doesn't happen often. I remember one time distinctly where I was an Upgrade for someone, and the only reason I knew that is because when they got inside, they looked around, and they said, this ain't no upgrade. You know? So it was an upgrade, but I didn't feel like it. You know, if you could if you could
0: upgrade something about your life, what would you upgrade?
1: You know, I've, I've I've thought about this quite a bit. And being born in 2020, man, I they got this these self-driving cars. Sure, yeah. And if I could just, for one moment, if I could become a self-driving car, you know, and take control of what I do and how I do it. You would like to drive yourself. I'd like to drive myself. And you know the first thing I do? I drive myself back home to Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. I miss that place. It's warm, sunny, people are nice you you remember what we did with the nature sounds, yeah can you you think it's possible to play some sounds from Jacksonville airport? It sounds from
0: yeah we could we could bring something up um guess we got yeah, here's some here's kind of that drop off sound and bring in some planes flying overhead
1: I feel like this is just a general airport that don't really sound like Jacksonville that's like LaGuardia
0: okay Uh, so
1: like maybe a little less busy yeah do you have Jacksonville Airport or no? Well, I mean, we kind of have to make it here. Um,
0: maybe we can we can hear somebody asking to go somewhere in Jacksonville, asking a taxi. I maybe mean, there's there's somebody asking a taxi to take him to.
1: Oh yeah, okay. I I hear a southern accent. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds like home. All I need is somebody to get in the car with a plate of ribs and barbecue chicken.
0: Feels like that'd be bad for the upholstery.
1: Not if they keep the styrofoam closed. Wait a minute. You know those horses from earlier? Can you bring those horses in? You want the horses? Yeah, bring the horses at the airport.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. You just like the Man, horses. just bring the horses. Please. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: This is Everything is Alive. The show is produced by Jennifer Mills and me, Ian Chillog, our editor. Is Hilary Frank. Thanks this week to Doug Berman. Also, thanks as always to Emily Spivak. Alzo, the rental car, was played by Alzo Slade. Alzo is a correspondent for Vice and the host of the podcast Cheat. A big thanks to Ray Maliazzi of Car Talk for joining us. And we're grateful to the reporting of Bethan Bell and BBC News from whom we first learned about rental pineapples. Also, thank you to DJ Zenway, who wrote in to suggest we interview a rental car. Thanks to Tim Kahn and FM Audio for their recordings of airports. Everything is Alive is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX, Audrey Martovich, Senior Director of Content. You can find us any number of ways and find Everything is Alive t-shirts and baby onesies at everythingisalive.com. We'll see you soon.